DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Thanks to the Lieutenant Governor for coming on for a few minutes and uh, talking about the coronavirus and what we all need to do and how we need to get out and exercise, but we got to be careful about how we do it. Sharing a golf cart isn't the best idea right now. Five-on-five pickup basketball game, that's a bad idea right now. But the walks in the neighborhood and the walks in the park, that, that works. Get out there and get the steps in. All right, uh, earlier this morning, Donovan Mitchell, live from his quarantine, was on Good Morning America. Technology. You don't need a photographer and uh, all the gear and the tripod and the camera and all that stuff and the satellite truck. You just pop open the computer, and he did an interview, and he talked with Robin Roberts from Good Morning America. And apparently, locally, it was uh, interrupted by the news that the uh, stock market had opened and was taking a big dive, and they were halting trading. So didn't get to see all of it, but we'll let you listen to it right here. You can hear him talk about relationship with Rudy Gobert, and he makes it clear that he was upset. Uh, listen in. Here they are. Joining us is Donovan Mitchell in isolation. It is great to see you, Donovan. First of all, how are you feeling this morning? Um, great to see you too, as well. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm I'm fine. You know, things are things are going well. Um, just in isolation, got a unique setup, but um, yeah, no fever, uh, no symptoms as of right now, and um, I'm just blessed to be able to be okay. We're thankful to hear that. What are, what are doctors telling you? right now um so so right Mm -hmm. now you know the biggest thing for me is just to stay in isolation um and just be able to just keep to myself you know um, i have no symptoms which is a unique situation no symptoms now and you had no symptoms when you were tested you didn't feel ill at all no um i keep i keep making the joke and people ask me said if you were to tell me i'm not playing a seven game series tomorrow i'd be ready to lace up wow um, wow um, like I said, I'm, I'm really blessed that that's, that's the case. And tell us what the testing was like for people who may have to be tested. Um, it's actually interesting, you know, so, um, as you know, we all got tested and, you know, for me, it was a, for us, it was a swab out of the throat, but this was about 15 seconds of, uh, probably the most discomfort I've ever had. And I ended up crying, like tears when I came out of my eyes as they started going up and up in this area. But, um, it was definitely unique and, um, but I'm, I'm glad I was able to get it done. In Paula's report, we heard from your teammate, Rudy Gobert, and he has been very apologetic. And he has mm-hmm. admitted also that he was reckless, though he didn't know at the time that he mm-hmm. was going to test positive, but still his actions were, um, were reckless. Have you had a chance? Mm-hmm. And, and again, he has apologized, but have you had a chance to have any communication with your teammate? Um, to be honest with you, Robin, you know, it took a while, you know, for me to kind of, cool off you know and I, I i read what he said and i heard what he said so you know i'm glad he's doing okay i'm glad i'm i'm doing well um i'm just really happy to be honest robin that it's just you know i hate to say there's two of us but like it wasn't the whole party you know at the end of the day neither him or i have have children at home you know i know i have some teammates that have children have some staff that have children at home um so i'm glad that we were able to uh kind of contain it as much as possible. Thankfully, the vast majority of people uh, will recover. Um, But just can you just again, just tell people what your message is for them this morning? I'm asymptomatic. You know, I don't have any symptoms. Um, I could walk down the street if, you know, if it wasn't public knowledge that uh, I was sick, Mm -hmm. uh, you wouldn't know it, you know? And I think that's the scariest part about this virus is that, you know, you may seem fine, be fine, and you never know who you may be talking to, who they're going home to. You're in isolation. Okay, yeah, yeah, drink the water. 
So what are you doing? Always got to say hydrated. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Always. So what are you doing? You're you're an active guy. What are you doing in isolation? How are you occupying your time? The 2K movies and. Um, I think some of the, uh, the basketball world saw yesterday, some of the guys are watching their old highlights. I've been doing a lot of that. Yeah. I've watched myself through college. I've watched myself through the NBA. Um, it's kind of bringing back good memories, but you miss the game. You miss playing in front of some of the best fans in the world in the NBA. And the school children, you know, all across the country. And I know, Donovan, that you're, you're doing something to help out there in your community with that. What is it? Yes. So um, right now I'm in a partner. Uh, I'm working on a partnership with the Salt Lake City Granite School District. Um, that's about 80, 88 to 90 schools, about 66,000 kids. Um, just being able to provide them meals, you know, and the, that particular school district in Salt Lake City is um, is home to some of the most vulnerable children in Salt Lake. Right. I, I want to be able to just to give back because, you know, this is like I said, this is. Time will tell. You know, you really don't know. You can't say, you can't, doctors can't pinpoint a right. date. So for parents, you know, who may not have the money, you know, being able to not send their kids off to school to get to get food, I think is a scary feeling for them. And I want to be able to make sure that they're set and they understand that, you know, guys like myself and whoever may, may have their back. Oh, appreciate your generosity there, Donovan. And, and great to hear about your father. In all sincerity, glad that you're doing as well as, the, as you are and appreciate very much you taking some time to spend with us. You take care. Yes. All Thank right. you so much. Be well. Appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, Donovan. There's Donovan Mitchell on Good Morning America earlier this morning. And uh, there, there's a lot of things to take away from that. Uh, the uh, How brutal the test is. It sucks. Um, his relationship with Rudy, clearly he was upset. Woj took a lot of blowback for, you know, it's irresponsible. It's, well, in the moment, it was true. Uh, you know, that isn't necessarily how you're going to define the relationship in a week or a month or a year. But when he reported it was true, Donovan was hot. Yeah, why was he taking blowback? I don't know. Who I've known for 25, 30 years personally, because he used to work in Fresno when the teams were in the whack. Why would he go on national television and say something that wasn't true? For clicks, because that's how the media is. I mean, I don't know. People throw out all kinds of stuff, but uh, he said it. It was true. You know how how their relationship goes, what it turns out to be. You know, depends on. We had Steve Cleveland. Uh, on obviously as a college basketball coach, he had he had players who had beefs with each other over time, and there was tension over stuff. And you know, he talked about how they're going to have to meet, have a meeting, and uh, you know, talk about the elephant in the room and address it, and then go forward. So we'll see how that plays out over time. But you know, obviously, people got worked up in the short run. And you know, Donovan, uh, you you brought this up earlier when we were talking about it. The fact that he's asymptomatic, you know, for one one person who gets this is, uh, you know, can have a fever and it can be life-threatening. And another person can get this and feels like they could go play a seven-game playoff series right now. And that is really odd. And the lieutenant governor was on and he said, you know, they, they call it the, the novel coronavirus. You know, the fact that it's new, there's a lot of stuff that you know, medical people don't understand about it because they haven't had a chance to test it yet. And one thing is, you know, when we get the flu, a lot of us get that you get it and maybe it's really bad and maybe it's kind of bad, but this asymptomatic versus life-threatening, and the lieutenant governor was saying at up to 34 times the rate of the flu. Now, it doesn't have to get 
to be that bad here, but that's how bad it is in other countries. And depending on how we all behave in the short run, will determine if you know where on that sliding scale it ends up here as far as the fatality rate. But uh, man, Donovan kind of underlines it right there. Asymptomatic feels like you could play a playoff series now. That, to me, is the most bizarre thing of all this, that you would test positive and you have zero symptoms. That just doesn't make any sense to me. When I'm sick, I know I'm sick, and everybody around me knows I'm sick. You hear it in my voice. I feel it. I, I don't get sick that often. I'm very fortunate in that way. And if I do get the flu, which only seems to happen to me at best every few years, I'm on my back, man. I'm moaning. I'm a big old baby, and I just take off because I literally can't do anything else. As I didn't understand this, and I don't understand anything about this stuff. I didn't understand the hysteria on the toilet paper because when I have the flu, okay, you go for a little bit, but then you're not eating, and then there's nothing inside for you to be using toilet paper. So I literally watched uh, my neighbor bring in like about 10 rolls of, uh, what, four or eight, however many are in a package of uh, a wrapping of toilet paper. So I don't understand that, but that's just me. I know when I get sick, I get sick. And to have Mitchell say he has no symptoms and still hasn't had any. When did he get tested? Five days ago? And still hasn't had any. Man, that is so crazy. It's scary, but it's also crazy. And then the other thing, when Donovan talks about the test, having talked to someone who's been tested, uh, they put a Q-tip, part of the test is they put a Q-tip up your nose, and uh, the person I talked to said, it felt like it banked off the bottom of my brain and went down into the sinuses. It was as awful as anything. Basically, basically they were going back to when they were six years old and they hated everything about going to the doctor's office. They just hated it. So if you can do anything so you don't get tested, that's two people now we've heard from. The test, not good. You want no part of the test. Anything you can do to stay away from the test. I mean, if you got to be tested, you got to be tested, Ooh. but try not to get to the point where you have to be tested. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver says the NBA is going to be on suspension for at least 30 days. Everything postponed for at least 30 days. But the Center for Disease Control has recommended that groups of 50 or more be avoided for the next eight weeks. The CDC coming up with that announcement Sunday night. The NBA and other sports leagues, we expect them to be reacting here in the next day or two to that news. Iona has announced that they've uh, hired former Kentucky and Louisville head coach Rick Pitino as their new head coach. Tennessee Titans have agreed to terms on a four-year contract extension with quarterback Ryan Tannehill worth up to $118 million, $62 million fully guaranteed. The Cowboys put the franchise tag on Dak Prescott. The Titans put the franchise tag on their star running back, Derek Henry. And Chris Sims of NBC Sports says the Tom Brady sweepstakes are down to the Bucks and the Patriots. The Niners are going to be sticking with Jimmy Garoppolo. Top of the Wire brought to you by Zero Res. Zero Res leaves no dirt attracting residues behind so your carpets stay cleaner longer. Schedule your cleaning today for just $33 per room. Clean three airs and your fourth is free. Call Zero Res for details at 801-288-9376 or check them out online at zerorezsaltlake.com. 
Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Time to bring you up to speed on everything we've been talking about on this show. If you got here late, you didn't know we were back, well, we are back. And it's all brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, in Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. So, first topic, PK, it's good to be back. I mean, we do weekends, and we do three-day weekends, but four days off, and for a while, not knowing for sure we were going to be back on Monday. I guess it was Friday noon we had the conference call, and we found out we'd be back on Monday. Uh, we missed it. We missed all of you. It was good to hear from those of you who uh, missed listening to the show and were tweeting at us. We didn't know what to tell you for a while, so on advice of management, we stayed radio silent there for a while, but it is good to be back. Oh, I am back in the saddle again. Sing it. I'm back in the saddle again. Okay, I knew you wanted to let that out. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Yuck, don't make that a drop. That was too horrific. Right. Don't me to sing it. I know. One time, and I'm glad, <laughs> but that's all we need. I don't need it a second time. No more. Okay. All right, so the sports news of the day. Well, the biggest thing is probably Donovan Mitchell uh, going on Good Morning America this morning and uh, talking about a, a whole variety of topics with Robin Roberts uh, from the uh, test is awful uh, and it made, him, it made him cry. It was brutal. It sucked. Uh, getting tested is no fun. Uh, to his relationship with Rudy, it was hot. It took him some time to cool down. He didn't answer whether they've spoken since then, so I think we're all assuming that they haven't. Uh, and I know that's what I'm assuming. And to his, uh, the fact that he's asymptomatic, walking around, he's got no symptoms. One person gets this and can have a life-threatening fever, and he gets it, and he said that he felt like he could lace him up right now for a seven-game playoff series. And he's making a donation uh, to help feed kids in the Granite School District, and they've got uh, over 30,000 kids on uh, free and reduced lunch. I don't know what the exact number is, but it's over 30,000. So that donation is welcome. And I'm sure wherever you are, your local school school district would appreciate whatever help you can do. They're all working on it. So, uh, you know, that's one of the many issues out there, what happens with schools closed. So lots of stuff to talk about there with, uh, with Donovan Mitchell uh, shutting it all down for 14 days in quarantine. Yeah, that's crazy that a 23-year-old has to do that. But, you know, you wonder where this thing is going and are we all going to be in that in a few days because you get on social media and everybody's got an opinion that uh, we're not taking it seriously enough and this is going to be this situation and uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I can't uh, speak for anybody else. Uh, I probably am not taking it 100% serious at all costs, but I'm doing what I'm told. That's for sure. And is that going to be good enough? I don't know. 
Man, my next door neighbor is a teacher at Hunter, and they had to have been uh, quarantined because somebody had it over there. And you know, I saw the neighbor. So what does that mean for me? I don't know, <laughs> but I'm doing whatever I can, and and uh, we'll see what happens here. Well, you know, I think that. Uh, um you know, a lot. There, there's been a lot said about Rudy didn't take it seriously enough. You know, and he's come out and uh, you know talked about how embarrassed he was. He's he's put video up on social media. He issued a statement and all of that. But I think the fact is, when this is all said and done, we're going to look back and wish that everything with Rudy had happened a week earlier. And if it hadn't happened with Rudy, nobody really wants to shut down a multi-billion-dollar business, Captain Obvious. And so until something like that happens, until something high-profile, somebody high-profile tests positive and says coronavirus, it's not just in China, it's not just in Italy, it's here. And it's with somebody you know who, you know, in the case of Donovan, he sits next to him in the locker room. So for all the stuff that Rudy did that, you know, is immature and he didn't realize, them sitting together watching video that's enough they're inside that six foot circle everybody talks about and i mean we'll never know i guess we i I don't know if we know for sure which one of them had it first i think we assume rudy did but i don't know that we know that for sure and just the fact that they would sit there and watch coaches break down film inside that six foot circle that's enough to do it um because rudy touched the microphone because i held the microphone the next day TV had me call the doctor, and you know, you can get it off of surfaces, and that's a factor, and the doctor talked to me about it, but the, the doctor spent the most of the time talking about how close were you during the interview? How long did the interview last? Did you walk in the room together? Did you come in through the same door? Did you come in 10 minutes apart? And it turns out we did come in 10 minutes apart. I was in the room sitting down long before he ever got there, and I was always 20 feet away just because I ended up sitting in the second row because the first row was full. You know, so I think that whole social distance thing you can control. But to your point, PK, you know, did any of us take it seriously enough until Rudy? And the answer is no. Realistically, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the PGA Tour, NASCAR, on down the line, college basketball. You know, should everything have shut down a week earlier? Probably. You know, we haven't had enough tests here. The lieutenant governor talked about mistakes. We had the lieutenant governor on this morning. Um, I don't know, it was on like 8.50-ish, I guess. And he talked about how mistakes were made at the federal level in January and February. The testing is just now starting to get ramped up. And if we'd had tests earlier, I think somebody, whether it was Rudy or somebody else, would have tested positive earlier. And this thing would have been shut down. I don't know if it would have been a week earlier or two weeks earlier or what it would have been. But it would have been earlier. Yeah, I suppose it would have been. I don't have any argument with that. But at the same time, there's a bunch of guys who were around Gobert who tested negative, too. Yeah, well, you know, whoever – Donovan sits, uh, if I remember the locker room right, uh, Donovan is on Rudy's left, and I can't remember right now who's on his right. But whoever it was, the person on his right didn't get it, you know? So there is a certain randomness. You know, you control what you can control. If you're inside of six feet, the odds go way up. You know, are you inside of six feet for 10 seconds or 10 minutes or, you know, all day long? So all those things change the odds. But you're right. There is a randomness to this because Rudy's got two people sitting next to him in the locker room and only one got it. And who knows who he sat next to on a bus or on a plane, who he stood next to at practice, who he was breathing on during his scrimmage, uh, you know, games. I mean, all of that. You know, there's been a lot said about the, uh, the kid who got an autograph in Boston who tested positive. Did Rudy get it from him? Did he give it to Rudy? 
Is it just a coincidence? Did they both pick it up somewhere else? Yeah, stuff we're not going to know. I don't think we're going to know definitively answer to any of that stuff. Uh, what was your big takeaway from the lieutenant governor when we had him on? Well, the, the opportunity to be as careful as you possibly can, but still find ways to have somewhat of a normal life, uh, to get outside, go to a park, walk around. Uh, if, you, if you go to a gym, use extra precaution. I don't think he said don't go, unless I missed that, unless I misinterpreted it. But obviously take extreme precautionary measures. I know the gym that I go to, they closed down yesterday uh, around noon to do this extensive cleaning. So there's all that stuff going on there. Uh, so, you know, it's up to the individual to uh, decide what is best. And you can still get outside and in and that actually can be beneficial. And I don't think uh, that he was discouraging that. You, know, you can, uh, I'm not telling anybody what to do or what not to do because I'm in no position and I have no knowledge and no level of expertise. So I'm not going to preach one way or the other. All I'm going to do is try to hold myself in the little circle that I have. I don't have a very big family and try to do what we can do. So those are some of the things that I took from what he was saying. Yeah, he did encourage people to uh, to get outdoors, but he suggested parks, you know, a place that you can get outside, get fresh air, exercise relieves stress. We know that. And everybody's a little stressed right now, unless you're a lot stressed. So walking around the neighborhood and all that, but just keep the social distance. And uh, I know my, my daughter and I were out walking yesterday, getting some steps in, covering some ground. And, man, there was a guy coming. He saw us coming. And there was no, there was no one out on the streets. And uh, as far as auto traffic, I, I don't know. Part of the time we were on trails. Part of the time we were on streets. And uh, maybe we saw five cars in our neighborhood. Uh, people were pretty much indoors. And uh, this guy's walking towards us. He's just coming. He was like 50 yards away. He just veered out in the road. He was 15 feet away from us, just smiled and nodded. He wasn't coming anywhere near us. So you can do that kind of stuff, but you can still get out and walk around, get some exercise, get some steps in. All right, the yeah, NFL. I, mean, I went to oh, Channel 2 yesterday. Yep. Did the show. There you go. I did the show at Channel 2 yesterday. And you were fabulous. If I do say so myself. (laughs) You didn't. I did. Uh, Since you did the show at Channel 2, the NFL's been throwing some money around. We actually do have some real sports uh, headlines. Uh, NFL free agency, you know, the negotiations can take place over the phone, uh, over the computer. So the Titans come in terms on a four-year contract extension with quarterback Ryan Tannehill. $118 million, bucks, $62 million fully guaranteed. They got to the AFC title game. They want to keep the gang together. Derrick Henry's getting the franchise tag. I guess the thing with the Titans, and there's been plenty of uh, speculation about whether Tannehill's worth that kind of money. He had a few good games. He wasn't good in Miami, but how good was the team around him in Miami and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'd be a little more worried about Henry because – We've seen a lot of guys in the NFL have a big season, and some of them do come back and have another big season, but there are also guys who get hurt the next year. You know, you can only have so many collisions. You can only beat the odds so many times. And then there's also just the wear and tear factor. So he was awesome this year. Derrick Henry had a great year, but is he going to be 100% of that, 80% of that next year? How's how's that going to work out? I know a long time ago, Sean Alexander had a massive year for the Seahawks. I think it was the early 2000s. 
And uh, I got him in the fantasy football draft the next year, and he promptly broke his foot. I think it was game one or game two. I think it was game two. But he broke it very early in the season, and you just wonder with these backs, man, they, they take punishment. But Derrick Henry gets a contract tag, and uh, so does uh, Cowboys quarterback uh, Dak Prescott. So there's the NFL news for you. You want to bet on either one of those guys? The f- well, Harry, uh, Henry, excuse me, looked like a beast last year, and I, I assume he can have it continue. The the Tannehill one is interesting because I believe he went to Texas A&M, and there was a time there, and double-check that, but I think that's where he went. There was a time there that he was moved to receiver in college. <laughs> so here he is uh, as being a journeyman. And I- interesting that he was moved to receiver not much was uh, said about that. If some other guys get moved to, to receiver, tends to be a big story. But he was moved to receiver, and then he's a journeyman in the NFL, basically. And then he hits it big, and he gets a massive payday. Of all the things that I've seen going on, that seems to be the riskiest. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Your feedback is coming up next. Stay with us. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? Passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach for BYU, Aaron Roderick. Some people have speculated it is Zach Wilson's job to lose. It's always wide open, and I get offended at the thought that it's just decided who the guy is. I'm always creating competition and always evaluating, and every single day, every position in this whole program is up for grabs. Just because you earn a job doesn't mean you just have it for the whole season. you got to perform to keep it. If we don't win, I lose my job. So I always play who I think gives us the best chance to win. If Baylor ever able to go, then we'll see what he can do. But right now it's Jaron or Zach because they're the two that are practicing and they're both doing a really good job. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The NBA should be taken online through uh, NBA 2K, uh, and you could do all other sports as well and air it on ESPN and, and save, save the planet. DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It is time for your feedback. Brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. PK, we blew it. We skipped over This Guy Sucks because there were no games this weekend. Nobody, nobody went 0 for 4 at the plate. Nobody threw four interceptions. Nobody uh, was 0 for 12 from the three-point line. Uh, Devin tweets at us, how about people hoarding at grocery stores as the people who suck this weekend? <laughs> Do you see that guy in Tennessee who had like 1,700 bottles of uh, hand sanitizer in his storage unit? And uh, New York Times did a story on it. He'd driven all over Tennessee buying stuff in small shops and small towns and stuff. And, uh, and then he got cut off from selling the stuff by Amazon and eBay. And then the New York Times does a story. And then the state of Tennessee, directed by the, uh, a- the AG there, he, uh, <laughs> they pull up and repossess all the stuff. And that's ours. Thanks for playing.
Yeah, it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me, but what is hoarding and what is buying a bunch of stuff? Uh, 1,700 bottles is hoarding, you know. As far as you're going to buy stuff because you go to the store every it week is. and you want to go every other week so that you limit your exposure, I totally get that. Uh, you know, you're, you're going through the store, so you pick up extra peanut butter. Yeah, I get that. Do it. Knock yourself out. But, uh, you know, 1,700 things. That's crazy. Uh, there's a uh, story out on uh, ESPN. Woj has a story that the NBA is looking at all the possibilities for bringing the season back. And that involves not only the timeline of, you know, June, July, August and everything, but it also involves what building they play in. You know, maybe you don't want to have crowds together, so you shouldn't be in an NBA arena. Maybe you go to a smaller gym, even practice facilities with unique sight lines. Uh, first thing I thought is how cool it would be if they moved it around into high school gyms and communities to know that you had a you had a playoff game in your high school gym. I mean, obviously, they can only hit a small percentage of it. Um, Brad tweets out, oh, yeah, a Jazz playoff game at the Nest at Wasatch High School. Sweet! What a scoop for our broadcasters. You ready for smaller gyms? Slick? Whatever they decide, the fact that it's back. Well, yeah, what, whatever they decide, as long as it's back, that's all I care about. But I... I would not be that desperate to put these games in West Coast Conference gyms. I will say that. <laughs> Way to draw a line. <laughs> uh, Ron tweets at us, uh, Hey, guys, within two weeks, I expect the return of I'm so jazzed about Vegas and does the chicken defecate. Ron wants his drops back. He's missed him, and he goes into the Wayback Machine because Vegas – and chif- chicken defecate, that's, uh, we're back into 2004, 2003, 2002 territory right there. Those are the early days of our show. Yeah, for sure. When we were doing those Vegas condos, I think some timeshares and a bunch of celebs came on. Doc from the Love Boat and Grandpa Munster. Mary Ann from... Uh, uh, Gilligan's Island came on. I can't even remember all the folks who came on to, to talk about that stuff. Barry Williams came on from the uh, from the Brady Bunch. You went over and got him at a tennis tournament he was at for uh, the Tribune. I did, yeah. He was a good dude. I had his home phone, talked to him a couple times at home, and uh, then met him. He came and did some type of uh, thing for tennis in terms of getting people active. What's that park over on 7th? Is it Liberty? Yeah. he was there playing tennis. Seemed like a normal dude. Liberty's got a huge uh, complex there. I guess tennis is one of those things you can do, right? As long as uh, – well, I guess you're both touching the same tennis ball. But aside from that, that seems like a sport that people ought to be able to keep up on here. All right, last thing. Uh, Dave tweets at us, Good Morning America did an interview with Donovan Mitchell this morning. It got preempted by a special report about the stock market. How do we see the interview? Well, GMA has tweeted it out, and Yak and I have both retweeted it. So you can, uh, you can check Twitter right there. And I assume GMA has put it out on other forms of social media as well. So there's that. Uh, we played it for you this morning, and I think Tony and Austin are coming up next, and they'll probably play some of it as well. So stick around. DJ and PK... PK, it's good to be back. We'll talk to you again tomorrow from 6 to 10.